I can't. Black people put soul on oh, everything. Sure do. Welcome, 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 welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow. Become She is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. Her highest self. Her all in all. Her everything. <laughs> Honey, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh, this is going to be an exciting, exciting topic today. What is our topic, darling? Um, She shall call a thing a thing. Girl, what that mean? You need to call it when you see it. Thank you, T.T. Yama. You need to call a thing a thing. You know she says that all the time in all of her episodes. Nicole's shoulders are perked up to her ears. (laughs) My little torso. Okay, so I do want to start off with a little, little, little snippet. Just just a touch. I found an article um, on judging versus assessing. Mm. Because that's what we're talking about today, right? You call in whatever you see it is. And I think a lot of the times we get we get caught up in the definition of judgment and we call a lot of things judgment when sometimes it's not judgment. And sometimes it's best sometimes I think my assessment can be taken as judgment. Mm. Um so yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna read it and then we can, you know, go from there. So <laughs> <clears throat> The dictionary (laughs) defines assess as to determine the value, significance, or extent of, and defines judge to mean to form an opinion or estimation of. When we judge, we form an opinion, which often occurs quickly and with little other input. When we assess, we determine someone or something's value, which requires gathering facts and putting them in perspective relative to everyone or everything else. Pin drop. So, I take that to mean um, if I'm judging you, I'm, I'm forming an opinion about you um, without really knowing you, without really knowing the surrounding, uh, the surrounding portion of whatever you're trying to tell mm-hmm. me or whatever you're showing me. If I'm assessing, I'm gathering all that in, thinking about it. Context. Yep. And giving you a perspective that you might not see. Or, hmm. Or having insight based on context because you have outside information. And it almost sounds to me that you can't assess someone or something unless you know it. Got it. Because the judgment is a really quick thing. Like if I've, mm. if I've never met you and I hear things about you, I'm judging mm. you. And when I meet you and I see you and I feel you, that's when I can, ass- yeah. I can assess. That makes sense? It makes a lot of sense. And this brings me, because it's funny, I put up the same little blurb without <gasps> even knowing. So I was Did following you? along with you. Oh my God, we're like so one, So we're bro. sinking. You a fool. We're like one. Oh, balled up. God, uh. <laughs> Anywho, this brings to mind a story I was telling you about. Oh. About a particular person that I had the pleasure of meeting because I try to treat even undesirable situations as lessons and as teachers. So I never walk away feeling bitter Mm -hmm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. like depleted. 
Yeah. So, you know, you know, I had a situation at work. And before I even started working this season, because I'm a seasonal worker, I got a text. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. No. I got a text message um, from someone that I had worked with in the past season. And she was like, have you encountered this particular person? I got wind that they're going to be working there. I'm like... In fact, I I haven't encountered them, but, you know, mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. She just proceeded to write this, like, three to four page, you know, t- in text messages, when you're, like, writing pages upon pages and pages of text, that long it's, blue, it's deep. That long blue it's chunk. It's deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as I sat there reading it, I'm just, you know, I'm reading it, and, and, and I'm trying to remain neutral, mm-hmm. but... Which is always hard to do. It's very hard. Invite you into that. Into a history that they have with the person. Yep. Yep. So I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. And at this point in my mind, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that she would feel comfortable enough to, I guess, warn me, to give me context, I guess. But I hadn't had the pleasure of interacting or I didn't have any particular context with her. Right. Um, first hand. Yeah. So this was secondhand context. So your first interaction really with this person was through somebody else. Exactly. It was secondhand context, not yeah. firsthand context. I like that. Secondhand. So a part of me was like, so either you can take this information that you've been given secondhand and treat her accordingly as if you had firsthand context. Right. Or you can have firsthand context and then make your you know, judgment or make your conclusion or assessment, right? A lot of it depends on that secondhand context. Yeah. Yeah. So why? I and, 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 and a lot of it depends on who gives you that secondhand True. context. If my mama gives me that, True. knowing my mom's energy and how she feels about people and how she can pick up on shit yeah. real quick, I'm going to be inclined to, 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 to tap into towards, her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody who I don't really, I don't bang mm-hmm. with you, of I don't mm-hmm. even like your energy to begin mm-hmm. with, then I'm mm-hmm. going to dismiss that. Entirely. No, she was a definitely, she was a respected peer and she still is a respected uh, peer and she's a friend. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, you know, I didn't think that she was sending it to be messy. She, she was sending it as, you know, to provide me context yeah. and to give me a, a precursor. Like Here a, you go. Yeah. Like, just, just keep this in the yeah, back pocket. File it, file it away. And I did. And so finally, I did have the chance to interact with her. And when I tell you <laughs> that that prophetic text message that she sent, but if I had used that as a way to discriminate having uh, an interaction with her or to keep her at bay, I feel like that would have been a judgment on my part because mm-hmm. I was using that secondhand context mm-hmm. as my firsthand reality. And so I put myself on the line. Go ahead. Do you think that tainted anything? It has to. I don't you can't think, read it and see it and then it's just completely gone. For me, it for me, I didn't think it tainted anything. I think for me, I was actually I feel like I was going out of my way to prove that the text message That's a taint. Because you wouldn't have done gone that out of my if way. You didn't know I would have cut ties early, like with the first red flag. Right. Possibly. So it, it could be a good taint or a bad taint, but either oh, way, it definitely it influenced. Your, yeah. So taint, yeah, it definitely influenced it. Yeah. So in that regard, yeah, I guess it did taint. But um, yeah, sure enough, everything that was stated in all three and four paragraphs of the <laughs> iPhone message came into fruition. Yeah, it came into fruition, and so um, mm. for me, it was more or less. 
I guess it tested my ability to not write off people and box people based on whoever that person was. Her character was never in question. Mm-hmm. We had it a firsthand history. But it, it let me realize that you have the ability to make um, assessments to me versus judgments. And even though I was influenced by her, you know, warning, 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 mm-hmm. like it still let me know that I had, I guess, um, the presence of mind to still say, you know what? Mm-hmm. That was her experience. Yeah. I'm worthy of having my own experience with this individual. I, I take that position and then often making my, when people yeah. tell me this warning. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's even funny that you say that because I'm going to take it out of the friend context. Mm-hmm. I went with um, my significant other last weekend to meet a lot of his family. And before we went, he kept giving me these warnings about this mm-hmm. one auntie. Everybody got that one auntie, that one uncle. Girl. I'm just warning you about her. She could be right. a little crazy. Free she, shift. She's very religious. And, then, and he kept giving me all of these, like, warning signs. And I was just like, whoa, like, mm-hmm. let me meet her. Yeah. And it's crazy because yeah. all the things he said didn't happen. <laughs> I think he was more scared than I was. Yeah. And I'm just like, she ain't do none of that stuff you said. Yeah. Like, fall back. So yeah. I feel like a lot of times we got to give people the opportunity to meet and greet as it should just naturally flow. The opportunity to disappoint you or the opportunity to be themselves or show up as themselves, however that turns out. And it just so happened that my experience was congruent with the three to four paragraphs. But, Mm. like, I have, I can say personally that I've had that experience versus saying, well, I didn't even want to find out. I didn't, you know, I just, I, you know, I curved. (laughs) No. Yeah. I'm a big girl. I can, I can withstand what I see. And I think that is that is another point when we think about assessment versus judgment. So to me, it seems like assessment is more so geared toward insight versus yeah. judgment versus finality, conclusion, case closed, box closed, taped. Hmm. I pulled up Urban. Mm-hmm. You know, come on. Come on, Urban Dictionary. Shout out to Urban, bruh. <laughs> Shout out to Urban. <laughs> the fuck bitch. so they have um their definition top definition of judging as to mean the act of looking down upon someone to regard with contempt or disdain to regard as inferior pin drop so when you think about based off of that description and definition of judgment it almost inherently applies implies rather that you need to feel superior to the subject that you're yes. judging yes yes that's what judgment comes from yeah oh you ain't on my level okay so then you're in this box automatically you need to feel superior in some way yeah even if to not directly the subject that's to, being judged yeah. Yeah. so to me it seems like it's, the judgment is more about the person judging than it is about the subject being judged i'm gonna bring it back to tt yanla so y'all remember in season one I talked about, which I still haven't picked up, still on my nightstand. It's okay. The forgiveness <laughs> book. <laughs> it's going to be there when I'm ready. I am ready. The forgiveness book, 21 Days of Forgiveness uh, by Iyanla Van Zandt. And I, I, I'm i lying. I did pick it up. And uh, the first couple pages I did read, she mentioned something about judging. Hmm. And she was saying, if you haven't forgiven or if you can't forgive, then um, no, let me back up. If you're judging someone or if you find yourself being judgmental, that means you haven't forgiven something. Mm. I'm still trying to work through how that's tied together. Maybe I should continue reading the 
the book. But I think um, that that holds true. When I think about some things that I know I've personally judged people on, mm-hmm. sometimes it related directly to me. And maybe mm. that's because I haven't forgiven something that someone did, something I saw, yeah. something someone took from me or whatever. So I judge that person based off my own experience. I can see that yeah. as be I can see that as being true. Um for me, I think because I've always had a gift of being able to see. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're able to see and you don't have a correct lens when you're seeing, that too can taint what it is that you're seeing, right? <clears throat> so for example, I'm reading this book, um, Women Who Run with the Wolves. Mm-hmm. And it talks about intuition and it talks about being able to stand what it is that you see and to make the correct decisions based off of what you see. You should call a, She should call a thing a thing, right? So when you have a gift, the gift of assessment or the gift of insight, the, the ability to be able to see, mm-hmm. sometimes your own fears and insecurities can then mm-hmm. create something totally different fog what you see yeah it can fog what it is that you see because you have an insecurity you have something that you're uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. and now you make what you see about them when it really is about the insecurities and projections that you're projecting onto other people and that goes to the forgiveness thing too because if you don't clean up and it becomes a judgment yeah if you don't clean up you and have you right with you whether it's forgiving yourself or mommy daddy auntie cousin friend whoever it is then you can't properly assess shit because you true. can't even assess yourself. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that was the Holy Spirit talking. Go ahead, Jess. Go I ahead, Evangelist. I just feel like a little Say that thing. thing. I don't even know what I said, but I felt Th- that it. That was a download because it was a direct download. That wasn't even of you. They're just using your mouth. Oh, the boy. Spirit is using you on today, daughter. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Reminds me of that video. Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway. Hallelujah. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, we're not going there. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think too, like some of the promo that we had for this episode was an Erica Baidu uh, Instagram mm. pic mm-hmm. where she had that mirror, kind of like this mirror visor over her face, and the caption read, um, "When they when they mad and they think they mad at you, or when they're angry and they think they angry at you." Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's um, about it's about you. So I, so does that And it's really about them. It's not about you. Does it follow? Does it follow? Come on, lawyer. It squat. <laughs> does it follow that if you are judging that you're really nitpicking something about you? Yes. I I believe. Yes, I do. I believe that judgment is a direct correlation with how you see yourself, with how you judge yourself. Mm-hmm. When you look at the people who are the most judgmental, be it about uh, people's lifestyle choices, yes. be it about people's uh, sexuality, dress. yeah, anything. Dress. Like, it lets, it's a direct mirror into your internal reality. Yeah. Like, when you're judging people, you don't realize how much more you're exposing yourself. Mm-hmm. This brings me back to, the, back to the story with my friends kind of sent this text message again. Now that I think about the interactions we had, 
she was always very judgmental of women and the women that I knew. And I would always have to kind mm. of stand in the gap like, no, but I know her. Like, you're making these blanket statements. You're making these blanket comments about women that you know nothing of. You don't know their context. You've never had interactions with them. And the comment was even made, uh, who you trying to save? And I'm like, I'm not trying to save anyone, but I have personal interactions with these women. So you're not going to sit up and, you know, spew whatever insecurity projections you have. Right. Because I realized while you're doing that, that you're exposing so much more insecurity about, about who you are. Same. And I'm not exempt from that, bitch. I'm not exempt from that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like right. the way you're sitting up here projecting and spewing out all these, you know, she thinks she all this and blah, blah, blah. And saying little stuff. I'm not exempt from that behavior. Oh, no. If and I would be no. a fool to think that if I sat up in here with you and kikied with you mm -hmm. about how you judge and project onto other people, right. that somehow my ass won't be in that same revolving door with you in that seat. So I would have asked to your, I would call associate, not friend now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would be like, okay, so who are you really mad at? Because I honestly feel like if, if it was coming from such a place of anger and, like, hostility, when you don't know people, like, what is that really, Girl, really about? And that's when therapy, I am not a therapist. That's no, when therapy not. is in order. And that's when you go to a therapist and you unpack those issues. We all have them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no one is exempt from unpacking their issues. But I'm just saying it just goes to show you that judgment is never about the person you're... Judging. judging at all yeah. it's more so a mirror you're reflecting the judgments you have with yourself how critical you are of yourself how mm -hmm. rigid you are with yourself how unloving and unkind and inflexible you are with yourself and how much grace you don't give too. yourself that goes back to forgiveness too because what if she didn't feel loved or, or um, wanted or desired by anyone that's the th i don't I'm not saying that's on yeah. you, but I'm saying that's a deeper issue than it what you're a, talking about. It is a very... That goes back to T.T. Yama talking about there's no way that you could be so judgmental and you're, you've completely forgiven. Mm -hmm. that, that, I think forgiveness and judgment really go hand in hand. It does because it starts with self. Mm. When you're able to forgive yourself for what you didn't know, back to our previous episodes, when you're able to show yourself compassion and say, girl, yeah. you have a second chance to get this. Like, really, don't trip. Yeah. Like, go get that chocolate chip cookie and let's watch this Netflix movie. We're going to try again. Like, seriously, like, when you... White macadamia nut. Girl, crunch. Hello. Hi. The salty and the sweet. Anyway. Mixture, you know what so, I'm saying? So, I'm just saying, like, it just reflects the, the way you treat yourself. It just, it goes back. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you are not compassionate and loving and full of grace and say kind things to yourself, you know, how... Oh. When you see another woman that, you know triggers some type of insecurity or triggers some type of anything. Like you said, you don't even have the ability to assess them yeah. and you automatically jump to conclusions. Conclusions yeah. about who they are, where they come from, their story. Yeah. You don't know them. You don't know their context. I have a I have a friend who um I have a friend who has a friend and she, my friend wanted to introduce her new friend to me mm -hmm. and to our little circle. And before <laughs> she um, 
did that, she gave a lot of background context on this person. Yeah. This is why I was saying sometimes when you do that, it could taint, shift, alter, influence how you direct towards that person. Interact with them, yeah. yeah. So she gave me all this background shit. And from the moment she gave me the background shit, like, I didn't I didn't want to meet her. Because the background shit wasn't positive. It was, Girl. it's not that it was negative. It was just like, I don't really it roll sounded like, like that. It sounded like work, right? Like, it sounded like a duty, a chore. Girl, I remember this person. I mean, kind of in our circle, kind of not. Quasi, my circle has completely changed, as you know. But they were explaining their relationship with their particular girlfriend. And I'm like, why are you explaining her like she's a problem? Like, she's like that creates an energy that is hard to like yeah. combat. Like, yeah. how do I have a genuine connection when I feel like, well, I'm only doing her a favor? You know what I mean? Or it's out of obligation or duty or chore. Now, when I decided to proceed with the particular person that I talked about at the beginning when I got that long three to four paragraph text message. Um, I didn't feel like, you know, and interacting with her would be a duty and chore. It was almost like, for me, it was like an expansion. Like, my heart expanded. Like, I had compassion. Like, why would I shut her down? I don't even know her, right? Well, But some people mm-hmm. proceed like... On some, let me see if they write. No, that's I'm, not my story. I'm though. doing no, no. That's I know my... it's not, but I'm just saying. I'm just giving some alternatives, or they have this, you know, like this superiority complex, this savior complex, where you know they automatically come in feeling like they have the leverage because based on this person's context, out which I was given, like I'm doing them a favor so, by being no, their friend. So I'm doing them a favor by interacting with them. different because you decided to see that And that's that person fine, out. but I've been in a situation like that as well. So like that's why, well, I'm doing them a favor. Like this whole, I'm doing you a favor by befriending you because. Well, I didn't say that. No, no, no. I'm telling you my personal experience. I'm not talking about you. I'm oh. talking about I've been in a situation where it's almost like a, well, if you feel like being my friend is a chore, please exit stage left. Like no one's. You know, begging you to proceed, collect $200 and all that. But I'm saying some people will get secondhand context and then use that secondhand context as leverage where they never get to meet that person with a free and clear kind of, mm-hmm. you know, situation. Because like you said, the water is muddied already. I Damn, I forgot where I left off. I I'm sorry. You were saying something about your friend. I don't and... remember. It's gone. She just... Did you just... I did. <laughs> she just boop. She just touched my titty, y'all. She just okay. Damn, I really forgot where I left off with the story. I had a friend who had a friend, and she gave me context. And oh, you didn't want to oh, meet oh, her? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't want to meet her because I didn't like the context she was giving, and that wasn't because she gave it. If I see anybody on the streets with that context, I don't want to be around them. Like that's just I'm very particular about my circle, and if I don't want you in it, you ain't gonna be in it. So oh. I say my story's a little different because you you took your context and you decided to, to file it and, and proceed. With me, um, I didn't want to proceed. She just brought her around, like, oh, here she go. And I was like, Got oh. It. Like we were having like an outing and she just got invited, like, oh, cool. So, um, around her, cool. And it's, it, things are always different when you're in a public setting versus yeah. when you're in a private yeah. setting. Always, always. People's true shit comes out when you, oh. when they got a little wine in them. And they little, they got that throw blanket around <laughs> Wait, them. Wait, did you say And they got <laughs> candles lit. You know what I'm saying? Feet up. You know, shoes <laughs> off. 
it's different versus when you in the club with your heels on yeah. and your tequila shot in hand and you get the girl, persona versus the up. yeah right and um i i find it hard i'm still struggling with the difference between judgment and assessing and i try very very yeah. very hard not to judge because i i was told a while ago a few years ago that i was a judgmental person and Girl, i was told that as well and i was asked why like why do you think i'm judging examples <laughs> well, you know i'm the example queen right i i think i'm a firm believer if you don't want an opinion, assessment, anything on you, you don't need to put your shit out there. People only Got comment it. on and, and give, you only give access to what you want to give access to. So if you don't want to be judged or assessed, don't put your shit out there yeah. or trust who you're putting your shit out to. Don't put your shit out to this person, but you may be able to talk to this person. Yeah. But I, I just, so when I, th I think when I was told that I'm a judgmental person, the person who said that to me, she would always come to me with like these, issues and, and problems which i personally felt she started like she put herself in the middle of these things so of course as an outsider like that's your fault i ain't tell you to, to go back with him i ain't tell you to, to stay in that situation i ain't tell you to move back in with so and so like all these things i thought that that person was purposely doing to themselves unbeknownst to them that it was damaging to them I and that's why you told them right but, but it they, was perceived as judgment it was perceived Girl, i've as been in judgment. that boat i've been in that boat but how like, is that judgment when you come to me with this shit and it's not even that i wouldn't do it because a lot of the things that this person was telling me i personally wouldn't do but it's because it's it's a foolish decision well and that's the whole thing about assessment you actually knew the nature the quality of the situation. This wasn't a once over. I see you at the CTA bus stop and say, oh, she a bus down. That's a judge. No, seriously. <laughs> like, I think people get afraid when, like, when you see them. When you see them, yeah, that like, makes people really afraid. Like, I would rather kick the bubbles and be fake and phony with you and keep a surface yeah, persona yeah. because then you can't see me because then you can't assess me and you can't comment yeah. on what you see. And I go. I've been told that as well. I've been told that's none of your business. I've been told, but it is uh, my or, business, or that is judgment, or if not necessarily bring it to me. If the nature of our relationship has been that you've commented on things in my life, or that you felt comfortable commenting on certain spaces, emotional spaces in my life, but then when that coin rolls around yeah. or that die rolls it's around, you can't take. An, a critique zero, or an assessment or an opinion. So judgment is coming to conclusions without context, fact. Um, if one more you know lady I mean? try to stop me, <laughs> I can't. it's going to be some dreadhead <laughs> niggas in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sorry. so basically, I think people want to do the switcheroo Jedi mind trick game of, oh, you judge me. No, I see you. Yeah. And I don't have to know you. To be able to see you. You see what I'm saying? Ooh, Intuition. Ooh, 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 on top of the fact that I have context for you. Titiyala. Titiyala moment. Titiyala moment. Um, oh, father. No, she had the house of healing. Yeah, but the women. But she also had it for the men. Yeah, she too. did. I remember. She had it for the men after. And, oh, okay. If y'all watch Titiyala. So on the woman season, there was this woman on there. I think her name was Lyra. She was like. Rick Ross's like yeah, ex very beautiful girl, beautiful girl, and then the one the House of Healing with the men, her Yala, father. She brought Yala brought her father. I seen on. that one, girl. Girl, heartbreaking. And 
heart wrenching. And so the the father kept saying to Yana, like, you don't know me, you don't know me, you don't know me. But you know what Titi Yana said? I see you. There is a difference mm. when you really see into somebody's soul and it's beyond what they're putting out. You see their mannerisms. Girl. You see the way their eyes dart when you ask I certain stuff. I see you. You see certain physical triggers when you say stuff. Yeah. And people don't want to be seen. We live in a world where you can get... I was listening to this other podcast, I think, called Invisibilia. And it's basically a podcast surrounded... Um, it talks about how the invisible things, the intangible things that we can't see, touch, how it affects the world of the visible, right? Yeah. Like thoughts, emotions. It's a deep podcast. Anyway, they were talking about how... Um, Oh, God, I just lost my thought. So on Invisible, what was I saying? On Invisibilia. And how you just kept saying it was so deep. Yeah, it was. I was talking about Titiana and the father and I see you. And no, if, if it's gone, it's gone. It is. All right, that's fine. Move on to the next one. Oh, I don't. I want to grab it. No, it's not meant to be grabbed. So, Let's yeah, so basically, <laughs> yeah, people just don't, oh, 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 this is, what it was, this is what I was saying. We live in a world where people don't want to be seen. They were talking about social media and how venting is Girl. a problem. Girl. Because anytime Girl. you look to be angry, you're going to find more reasons to be angry. So people think that venting, oh, get it out, venting. No, but the more you vent, the more the anger builds up and the more the original emotion is corrupted each time you revisit the whole incident that's causing the venting. So they were saying on Invisibilia how we live in a world where all you have to do is get on Facebook mm. and you can quantify mm. the validation. Mm. One like, two likes, 20 likes, 30 likes. And it skews people's reality about what's real and what's mm. not. Because what's mm. real is what they can see. Those likes or, yeah, girl, you write those comments. But they I don't have, have any life. context for you. I have a real These life people story. don't know you. This is pure story. entertainment for some of these people. They scroll through your timeline. Let don't me see what fuck. Jess is doing. Don't, which is Let nothing. Me see. You ain't going to see shit on my face. <laughs> Let me see what Nicole is doing. Let's Let me see tell you what. Something. I put up this quote it's not real, sometime y'all. last year. It was sometime last year. It was like, don't believe, like, the pictures that you see on social media it's like you a did. snapshot but it's not the full reality so i have this friend who's really going through it right now i mean like really going through it with her husband she got mm-hmm. a divorce all type of shit and so she always every day puts things on facebook mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. looking for houses oh this and that yeah. and so i text her on the side like yo me knowing what's really going on with the her, context and i'm like mm-hmm. assessing not judging yeah because you know the context judging they i'm assessing exactly. her exactly from a real context. So I text her outside of Facebook. So I'm not going to comment on that yeah. bullshit on Facebook and hype you up. Like, you say you're looking for a house. Nobody knows you're not looking for a house with your husband. And you're looking yeah. for a house because you, you ain't going to do it with your baby. So then I text her on the side, like, why do you keep putting so much of your personal heartbreak on Facebook? Yeah. And she was like, don't judge me. And I said, hold up, 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 hold up. Nah, bitch. Don't do that. <laughs> Ain't nobody judging you. Basically, she's saying, don't see me. Mm. Like, I'm convinced that all of all of the times I've been called judgmental, whatever, basically, it's like, don't see me. Don't don't use your God-given gift to see me and, and tell me what it is that you see to make but me better. But the thing is, to if make, you put your shit out there true, and people comment on true. it, you can't be mad. True. Are you mad at yourself? True. And I was like, there's so many outlets you could use to write that you're looking for a house. It's like a fucking yeah. journal 
or a goddamn yeah. text to yourself or, or even write a yourself. note to yourself and throw it away burn it sometimes just getting right. it out via that outlet but social media like like the invisibilia and I, and podcast I, yep. said and like you're talking about the likes and people it. are liking it and you people can are quantify commenting. it it makes you they 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 likened it to an addiction they said the more likes you get like the more you know yeah you feel hype yeah like it's a real it's okay it's a real neuron exchange like seriously social media Mm -hmm. has changed the way our emotional functioning and mental emotional functioning has occurred yeah for everybody nobody is exempt exactly not real because people are commenting on this like oh girl what are you looking for houses and she's like commenting back and like no i know none no of these motherfuckers so yeah. what the fuck is going on yeah. i'm like damn yeah. girl like you needed that today didn't you which is sad as fuck like come on now girl, it, yeah take that post down delete, that shit. <laughs> delete it i know your password i'm about to delete it now remember just delete your whole facebook because clearly oh that's true just go and act purge purge purge, yeah. purge 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 i at the beginning of the year I don't know if we ever, ever, ever we ever talked about it on the podcast, but it was something about social media. Um, hey, friend, hey. Oh, okay. she's dope. She's dope. She was she like, is. Um, turn off the notifications on your social media, mm-hmm. girl. I did that at the beginning of the year, and I will never go back. I don't get the dings when someone likes something on Facebook or Instagram. That's, that's too fucking much throughout the day. Because then you run into it like, oh, who did this? Who did that? Maybe at the end of the like day, I'll go back, mm-hmm. and and it, it's almost more gratifying when it's all at the end of the day, and you really mm-hmm. see what people have to say throughout the end of the day. But the constant like. The dinging Pinging. and the flashing, and it, yeah. it's like it's it's too much. Your emotions are never like leveled. You're yeah. always like on edge, high waiting low, for the next. Low. Yeah, waiting for the next notification on how to feel. That social media high. You're giving another platform the ability to inform your happiness on some levels. That's or dictate it, structure it even. So this assessment versus judgment. I mean, I really want people to weigh in. Like, talk to us. Drop us DMs. Drop us become she letters. Like, dear become she letters. We want to hear, like, your perspective on assessment versus judgment and the ways in which maybe you've been accused of being judgmental. (laughs) Judgmental. I've never heard somebody accuse somebody. You're assessmental. (laughs) I never heard that. I want somebody to say that to me. They never going to tell you that. Yeah, you're not gonna be told that. Because if I love you and you I see like my you, ass. I'm going to assess you. I'm not going to judge you. And I think when when you hear people say you're judgmental, it either um, indicates that they don't emotionally trust you or are insecure mm. about being seen because something is in fact there that you've pinged or exposed or pulled the covers mm. um, off of. And so instead of being vulnerable, we, we just don't know how to be emotional, emotionally vulnerable. I'm convinced that human beings are losing that ability to be emotionally vulnerable. Instead of being emotionally vulnerable and saying, I'm insecure about this thing right now. I don't know if I can be around, you know, whatever. Mm. Instead of owning that emotional vulnerability yeah. is projected as judgment. Now, if a random motherfucker in the street comes to me, you know what I'm saying? And, and and comes to conclusions about my life and who I am. Like, that is an accurate judgment. It's final. There's no context. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I think it might even be possible to be judgmental and still have context. In the sense where you place a stamp of finality on someone. And just because you might know their context and know their the history or know the qualities about them. Mm-hmm. 
when you put people in boxes, not allowing them the space to grow, to morph, to evolve, to change, to expand, I think in some ways too, that's judgmental. So I believe if you assess a person in a way and say, this is what I see presently, Mm -hmm. this is what I see that's going on in the present right now, it doesn't mean this is who you are overall, Mm-hmm. But motherfuckers will still say you judging them. Like you know, people just don't want to own. Like people just don't want to own being seen. I remember the first time I felt judged. It was at church. Mm. It really was. There, you so know that there's so many branches, sectors of Christianity. But the, my mother specifically, I always felt that the people, not the religion and the doctrine, the people mm-hmm. were super, super, super judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, this ain't church. Everybody <laughs> running around talking about doing this. Did you say that at 15? That. Like, <laughs> I was really young, and I, I I remember bringing it up to my mom, and she's like, oh, no, Jessica, no, no, that's not what it is. But no, I saw them. Yeah. And I, I think the younger you are, the purer you are anyway, so there's nothing to, yeah. to taint me by what I see. No, I saw her judge her. <laughs> she judged her hat. Like, how you judge? OMG. There's people in the church that it's literally deep. judge people by what they wear. This like, him. <laughs> you need to ham this up, sis. <laughs> Yo! Put your nose up. You know what I'm it's, saying? Yeah. Girl. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think, honestly, the inoculation against judgment, because judgment implies that you need to feel superior. Yeah. Like, really, really. Not even that you need to. You just feel that way. True. Without anybody saying it to you, you automatically have this. But I feel like that thing. false superiority complex is really so much insecurity. I don't think so. You can feel it's superior. You can. I mean, if that's how you want to feel. But if it's what is it rooted in though? That superiority, what is it rooted in? It's not rooted in humanity. What you were taught, how you grew up. I mean, some people's parents teach them to feel that way. Yeah. And they don't know no different. You are above the masses. I'm not saying I feel that way. I feel like that disconnects you from so much humanity, which goes to my point that I think the inoculation against judging is to be connected in humanity to other people. Just because you don't know them or you don't share their experiences or Mm -hmm. stories, to be able to look for context. But that's the way of the world, though. Sometimes you don't even try to look for context to see, okay, this person did X, Y, and Z. But why? Like, what is their why? Like, that's when your heart starts filling with compassion. Like, going back to the story about the three to four paragraph warning. Like, my, my heart was like, okay, she's being extra. Clearly, she's insecure. But her why? You know what I mean? Like, feeling connected to her why. Or even wanting... To, to see her more than just her behavior, right? So, assessment versus judging. She yeah. shall call a thing a thing. She shall call a thing a thing. Being able to see what it is that stands before you. Mm. Standing in your truth yeah. and seeing clearly. <sighs> Stay tuned for the next episode, folks. This is Napoleon just signing out. Become, become she, become, become free. free.